Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So we touched on this a little bit in the last episode, but how much plan- planning would you give a villain? Yeah, so one of the things that a lot of people do is they'll have a backstory for every major character. And uh, like the villain's backstory could be this like six-page monstrosity. Uh, and I say that because I don't think you need six pages to deal with a villain. So what I like to do with a villain is I like to have a one-liner, like elevator pitch. So if I was doing it with, and anyway, we bring this up because it's just kind of fresh on our mind, but the the uh, the Jack the Ripper in the in the cyberpunk. So she was a nurse who lost a child in her own hospital. It was a stillbirth. She blames all the doctors and nurses around her for letting her child die because if she had been uh, doing this work, she would have done a lot better job. So she goes on a, a rampage to basically uh, implicate the doctors and kill the nurses and some of the doctors that basically allowed her child to die. And then it kind of spins out of control. So for me, that would be enough for me to get a good idea of what she's doing. Uh, from that, I know since she's a nurse, I know that she's intelligent. I know that she can be methodical. And I know that she um, has medical technology, like medical training. And so when she does stuff, she can make it look as if she has medical training. Just it would be a lot more sloppy than an actual surgeon who had medical training. But, um, you know, she does know how to use a scalpel. She does know how to use, but not to the degree or precision of a surgeon. She knows how to overdose people on meds. She knows how to do some poison right. work. Right. So I have an idea of her skills. I have an idea of what her motivation is. And I really like all my villains. And I said this in the last episode, so I won't beat the horse entirely. But in case you didn't listen to the last episode, um, I like all of my villains to perceive that they are the hero of their own story. I didn't say it this way before, but, you know, they need to be the hero of their own story. They they don't wake up in the morning thinking, I'm a horrible human being. I'm going to go make the world a worse place. They're waking up in the morning going, I got to make the world a better place. And this woman's making the world a better place by killing these doctors and nurses that are so incompetent that they're going to kill other people's children too. And she's just stopping them. That's the antithesis. That's like the major point of good villains is what they believe is happening. What they're doing is actually making the world a better place. It's exactly. not really driven by money or greed. Like that's the secondary, but it's. Well, money really? and greed are lame. I like to give my 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 villains like a moral character, like but they're wrong. It's wrong. Like one of the most prominent ones is Thanos because Thanos is trying to save populations by eradicating half of the populations. Right. If the if the if everyone ate as much as they were going to eat, then the universe dies. I mean, there's just too many that the carrying capacity of the universe. Carrying capacity is a fun biological term of how much can how much can an area support. So if the carrying capacity of the universe is is twice what it needs to be, then mm-hmm. I mean, or half of what it needs to be, then you're going to lose half the people anyway. If all the wars are started because of resource mismanagement, well, if you were to get rid of a bunch of the people, then hopefully they would realize this and they would stop the mismanagement of yes. their own resources, and then they could live on their own. And da 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 da. That's why poison ivy works great because she's trying to save the planet. That's her own entire thing for the greater good of the plants. Right, but cat burglar and kingpin kind of and kind of lame and and penguin kind of fall flat because their only incentives is money right so what happens if selena kyle Catwoman, won the lottery but she'd still steal stuff because she has no choice because she'd get bored now so now her now her thing is boredom versus Mm -hmm. money it doesn't make any sense if penguin got a bunch of money which i think he has in one of the comics he was still doing the crime stuff because he got bored again like 
they're criminals for no other reason. This is the problem. To be criminals. Yeah, their their plot device is criminal. So they have to be a criminal. I'd rather have my plot device be, once the players start to figure out why they're doing what they're doing, they quickly realize, oh, wait a minute. This villain isn't a a one-dimensional or a two-dimensional thing. This villain is doing things because they think they're actually helping the world. So it's a philosophical difference and probably a very major one if you're looking at genocide or serial murder as your solution for making the world a better place, there's probably a huge philosophical debate on that. And so there's a group of people that are going to say, well, that's not what we believe to happen. Same thing. You could have a lich and they were one of the most powerful wizards. And they realized that by being one of the most powerful wizards, one of the problems they had was that they were going to die, which Mm -hmm. means that they couldn't safeguard things anymore. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to the conversations we've had about power vacuums, which can become fun, where maybe the big bad villain is actually doing something on the side that actually is helping the world. Yeah. So maybe you have this lich mage who is, yes, taking over the world and those sorts of things. Why? Because the lich mage is actually holding back um, this extra dimensional species, right? This one of the planes of existence is, is trying to merge with ours. And that person through sheer force of magic and will has been staving off the, the basically the overlap of the two worlds. Think shadow run when the, the, yep. the planes collided, bad things happened. Yep. But in order to do so, he has to quell enough of the population on his own plane to not have wars because he's affected by these wars. So he raises up an army and basically starts decimating kingdoms to keep them not powerful enough to take him on because he needs his resources dedicated to this other endeavor. Yep. But now the players come in. They maybe find out what he's doing. Maybe they don't believe him. Maybe it doesn't matter because the atrocities he's committed on the own plane, they feel, justifies it. They kill him or incapacitate him in such a way that now the planes collide. And now your campaign ends with the two planes colliding. And now let's say, you know, the fire elementals are starting to spring up all around your own plane. And then you can play now the aftermath of that or play a hundred years in the future into that point is backstories for a villain don't have to be more than a paragraph long, but should have some really interesting moral implications. If the players just decide, Oh, let's just kill this person. And the moral implication is this woman in the one thing, the woman had a baby, it died. She literally went mad. She went crazy. So killing her actually isn't a good act. Mm-hmm. So you need to incapacitate her. You need to turn her over to the authorities. You need to, you know, maybe get her some mental help, that sort of thing. But it's not like killing her is actually a good solution here. Or the mage we just literally invented on the spot in this, the mage is actually doing a great good. But if he, if you were to kill him, then your entire plane of existence has a problem. So what do you do with that? Do you let them live? Do you then go back out and try to convince the nations of the world just to leave him be, like all to protect him because there's other stuff happening? What if they don't believe you? There's all these great questions that I like to leave and have the players with. I want a nuanced villain. Or it also could be this thing of you could have the nuanced villain in that case with the mage, as long as the player is able to go into the other plane sever ties enough that he can just rest and be at peace now because you've fulfilled his job for him. He just can't fix the problem because if he leaves this plane, they see he needs an external force. He's keeping the wheels on the bus, but he can't fix the bus. But his army is not powerful enough to go through and he needs somebody more higher level. And 
Yeah. That's Everybody else call. has been trying to kill him. That's a good call. Like, oh, well, you're the only people that are listening. Like, I don't have to kill a bunch of your own people here. As long as you guys can go into this plane and do this job. I need you to decouple our planes and then I can stop this. But I'm holding the wheels on the bus. I yeah. can't fix the bus. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, and you guys are, and you guys are driving me crazy because every time I, you know, and then he could start pointing to things like every time I have to deal with players, there's a volcanic eruption, there's tectonic plate removal, there's earthquakes. There's why? Because the plane is coming into our plane. Every time I have to deal with you, I lose people. We all lose people. So stop being a jerk and either help me or get out of my way. Help me or die. Yeah, exactly. And no, by me killing you guys, you guys are talking, you guys are taking enough of my distraction away that millions are going to die because of something's going to happen. Yeah. So I think there's a really good point of having a nuanced villain who may, at the end of this, like that mage is a great example. He's not a villain. I mean, at the end of the day, he's really actually not a villain. But he is a villain because you don't have the whole side of the story. Mm -hmm. I love that sort of thing. But again, that mage can be summed up in like three sentences or more Mm -hmm. or less, really. I mean, like not even a big deal. You don't need a a back page, a whole page of like who his parents were and, you know, what happened to him when he was five in the schoolyard? I mean, no one cares. But you can have a quick thing of this guy's holding the the two worlds apart, and he has to create. And because of the instability, and because of everyone trying to kill him, he's yeah. had to actually create armies to go I after mean, other com- uh, kingdoms. I mean, also think about it that way. All of the Marvel and DC, and a lot of your good heroes are that way too. Oh God, yes. Well, we'll get to that tomorrow because we're going to talk mm-hmm. about creating a good NPC. So we'll deal with that tomorrow. You guys have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.